Welcome to That's the Word, Wholesome Tales for the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, The Widow's Might. As the priest walked from the gospel side of the altar to the ambo, Amos watched from his seat in the pew. The struggling comedian had been walking by when he spotted the church and stepped inside. He needed prayer right now. His wife was in the hospital with their first daughter, but he could not afford the bill. To get his wife and daughter out of the hospital, he needed $50, but he barely had 10 Amos listened attentively to the homily. The priest gestured towards a statue of a saint. He began to talk about this saint, who had an interesting patronage. This caught Amos's attention. This saint's patronage lined up exactly with his need. After Mass, Amos walked over to the statue. He asked the saint, Please help me. I cannot even earn enough to get my family out of the hospital. Please, show me the way. Next to the statue was a poor box. Amos fished in his pocket and pulled out seven dollars. He dropped the bills into the poor box, looked up at the statue, and said, I need that back ten times tomorrow. The next day, he was offered a job that gave him $75 cash up front. Amos was dumbfounded. He was able to get his family discharged from the hospital and brought his little daughter home. As his career progressed, Amos remembered this saint who helped him in his time of need. He developed a special devotion to this saint with the interesting patronage. One day, when he was at a crossroads in life, he again turned to the saint. Amos told him, Show me my way in life, and I will build you a shrine. Well, Amos did find his way in life. He had a great career on radio and television and became a celebrity across the country. But as his celebrity progressed throughout the years, he would keep going back to prayer asking for help and guidance. As the years passed, Amos recalled his promise to build that shrine. He started talking with some friends, and an idea began to form. This shrine would not be a traditional church like you might expect. Instead, it would be a charity institution, a charity founded to provide for children who had catastrophic medical issues. Despite being a hospital, the patients would not be charged for their care. In the Gospels, Christ praised the widow who did not have much, but gave all that she had. He surely looked kindly on the poor father and comedian who, despite his own financial needs, put his few dollars into the poor box. You may not be familiar with Amos, who is better known by his stage name of Danny Thomas, 
but you probably know this shrine that he built to the saint that he had a special devotion to. A saint with an interesting patronage. The patron saint of hopeless causes. This saint truly pulled through in Danny Thomas's life, helping in hopeless causes, like getting his family out of the hospital, succeeding in his career, and caring for children with leukemia. An appropriate saint to be the patron of the hospital Danny Thomas founded, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And for this week, that's the word. One of the beautiful traditions we have in the Catholic Church is the connection with the lives of the saints, the saints who are already in heaven, and that we're all part of the body of Christ, and therefore we are expected to pray for one another. I can go to you, John Peter, and ask for prayers. You can come to me and ask for prayers. And the saints who are fully united with God in heaven They pray for us because they want us to one day be with them, united with God. And so the fact that they have an example that they left behind of faithfully following the Lord, but that they can actively pray for us as we pray for one another, always directed to our relationship with God, is a beautiful thing, especially in a world that feels more isolated than ever before to know that I'm never alone and that God is with me and wherever God is, so are the saints. When we talk about praying to the saints, the word for prayer in Latin is the same as beg. It's not necessarily worship. You're asking somebody for help. And that's actually reflected in some of the older literature, right? We hear people say, you know, I pray you, you know, Mm -hmm. help me. And that could be directed toward anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a a statement of worship. Because we only give worship to God. Worship belongs solely to God. And the angels and saints worship God. And so when we ask the intercession of a saint, it's as if I were going to you say, can you pray for me, John Peter? I go to somebody like St. Jude. Can you pray for me, St. Jude? And what he does is, just like you would do, is bring that petition to the Lord and the Lord will answer it according to his will. Researching this story was very interesting just because there's so many different accounts of it out there. The ones that we eventually settled on were accounts from Marlowe and Ter Thomas, who were his two daughters. And there's two different ones that we found online. So apologies, Marlowe and Ter, as we were putting these two together, if we messed up anything, or it's like what one of you said is that the root of the story and the part of it is still what's the truth is that Danny Thomas went and uh, turned to St. Jude for help and uh, God answered. And then he eventually founded this hospital in honor of St. Jude. St. Jude's an interesting figure. You know, he's one of the 12 apostles. But he's always been known as the patron saint of impossible causes. And one of the things that in researching this, we decided to look, why exactly? How did St. Jude become the patron saint of desperate causes? And there's a few sources that we found that said it's because uh, poor St. Jude, since his full name is Judas, 
the Christians did not want to confuse Jude Thaddeus, St. Jude, with Judas Iscariot, who betrayed our Lord. And so, therefore, their answer was simply, well, we just won't go to St. Jude because we don't want to cause a confusion. Or if we do go to St. Jude, then it has to be for desperate situations. And then also the fact of, I'm sure people kind of figured out as time went on, that, hey, if I'm going to all the other apostles and leaving out Jude Thaddeus because I'm afraid of confusing him with Judas, he may not be that busy. And so I can go to him and bring my causes to him. And we know through history, this is just one example with Danny Thomas, that the intercession of St. Jude Thaddeus is very powerful. It's a good reminder to find some underutilized saints who are out there just kind of twiddling their thumbs up in heaven, waiting for somebody to help them out. Thinking of Dominic of Silos from a few weeks ago. That's true. That's true. You know, I shared the story about St. Dominic Savio with some folks, and they didn't even know who St. Dominic Savio was. So, I mean, you just never know. There's a lot of saints, even what we think would be popular saints that people are not aware of. In fact, my spiritual director told me for the exact principle you mentioned that he has a saint that he asks for intercession because he knows that that saint is not busy. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can find the story extras for this story, The Widow's Might, on sonsofthunderrock.com, where you can see the statue that Danny Thomas prayed in front of, of St. Jude. You also can go to sonsofthunderrock.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, to find our social links and email if you want to get in touch with us to give us story ideas or give us feedback. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.